What if someone told you that you had to cut off part of your body to follow God? You would probably disagree with that. Let's talk about it. Hi, I'm Josh. Welcome to Honestly Radio. Our main mission at Honestly Radio is to connect you directly to Christ and encourage you to fulfill God's purpose for your life. We're not interested in making that any more difficult than it needs to be. We don't want to put any unnecessary or annoying burdens in your way to trip you up. That's why we preach Jesus above all else. There will be people in your life that might approach things differently. This was certainly the case in Acts chapter 15. Some guys showed up where Paul and Barnabas were preaching about Jesus and tried to add some extra steps to salvation. They said, unless you are circumcised as required by the law of Moses, you cannot be saved. Naturally, Paul and Barnabas disagreed, and the arguments soon started flying back and forth. Circumcision had been foundational to the Jewish faith, but the outsiders who had come to know Jesus were not wild about going under the knife, especially if it wasn't required for salvation. The church decided that the main leaders needed to get together and figure this out. So a leadership conference was held in Jerusalem. Verse 7 sets the scene. After long meetings and lots of talking, Peter stood up and cleared his throat. Brothers, you all know that God chose me from among you some time ago to preach to the Gentiles, or outsiders, so that they could hear the good news and believe. God knows people's hearts, and he confirmed that he accepts Gentiles by giving them the Holy Spirit, just as he did to us. He made no distinction between us and them, for he cleansed their hearts through faith. So why are you now challenging God by burdening the Gentile believers with a yoke that neither we nor our ancestors were able to bear? We believe that we are all saved the same way by the undeserved grace of the Lord Jesus. Mic drop. Peter lays it all out on the table. Salvation is by grace through faith in Christ alone. This is what we believe and that is what we preach. It is from that firm foundation we recognize that Jesus saves and redeems us. It is his wondrous act of love and his free gift made available to everyone. God makes no distinction between people. Praise Jesus for that. Peter says Christ knows our heart and has made the Holy Spirit available to everyone for his chosen people, the Jews, and his new adopted family, everyone else. Only Jesus. Nothing else. No other requirements. That is such a tremendously beautiful gift. So many times people want to add extra steps to Jesus. The group then wanted to say that salvation was the result of works. But the reality is, Jesus had done all the work. He was the only one that could pay the debt for our sin. We cannot add to ourselves, only Christ can add to us. Peter described the act of circumcision as a yoke. That was a large cross piece of wood you would place on animals to carry a heavy load. But Jesus had already carried that cross for us and died for our burden of sin so we could be free. The legalists and Pharisees wanted the outsiders to the Jewish faith to carry a burden that they themselves were unwilling to bear. But it was an unnecessary weight that would only serve to trip them up, that was not required to be accepted by Christ. It's why when we preach Jesus, it's so important we don't add unnecessary things to the gospel. Our whole goal should be to connect others to Christ so they can experience his love, his salvation, and his redemption. 
Jesus is the one who must change us. It's not our job to change others. That would be a temporary and human effort. If we love others, we want them to experience a heavenly difference that will stand for all eternity. I once heard a church leader tell a group, you should get rid of the internet in your house. It's poisoning you. That's why we're no longer using it in our home. So a bunch of people walked away that night with a new burden. Disconnect from the internet or you're not a good Christian. I remember asking that person a few months later, so how's life going with no internet? To which they confessed, oh, we're still using it. We couldn't really stop. What? But you told all those people that they had to do something that you didn't even want to do for yourself. You've set them up to fail in their faith. After all these years, that has stuck with me. Now, I'll admit, I'm not perfect either. I know there were times when I was younger where I probably dropped my own burden bombs, only to admit later that I didn't want to live up to that suggestion either. It's why we should preach Christ alone. People have enough issues to sort out with Jesus, they don't need us jumping in the middle and messing it up. James also spoke out on this at the meeting. He stood up after Peter in verse 19. My judgment is that we should not make it difficult for the Gentiles who are turning to God. The Greek word for make it difficult means to throw something in the path of someone to annoy them. And so that is my encouragement to you. Let's not make it difficult. Let's leave the path to Jesus open and clear. We don't need to add any extra obstacles. This isn't American Ninja Warrior. Works won't produce salvation. Our human efforts will not result in eternal change. The decision of the Jerusalem Council, after considering all the evidence, was that keeping the law and observing rituals were not requirements for salvation. Now we can ask, are there good spiritual practices that we can participate in? Absolutely. We can tell others what works for us, but we shouldn't try to make it a gateway to entry for Jesus. The whole point is to connect with Christ. One of my favorite spiritual practices is praying on my knees. I try to do it every day. It helps me to humble myself before the Lord and worship Him and praise Him and ask Jesus to move in my life and in the life of others. But I would never say you have to do this too if you want Jesus to be your Savior. No, this is my personal method for drawing close to Christ. I think it's a good one and you may want to try it sometime. But it's not a requirement. It's an option. I'm not interested in adding extra steps to Jesus. I want you to connect with him directly. Allow Christ to move and motivate you. Allow God to change your heart and direct your path. And please, don't let anyone stand in the way and do others the same favor. Don't get in their way to Jesus either. Let's all do better in encouraging one another, praying for one another, and as James said, not get in each other's way and annoy one another. Thank you for joining us today. I want to encourage you to read Acts chapter 15 on your own. Spend some time in prayer and reflection. We want to connect with you. Check out honestlyradio.com to join us on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. You can also find all the apps we're on where you can download the show for free. I want to encourage you to connect with God daily in prayer, in the Bible, and through attendance and service at a local church. Allow Christ to begin building your faith. This has been my daily reminder on Honestly Radio. Remember, live honestly, be blessed. We'll see you next time.